and a good afternoon to you on a on a uh, dreary, drizzly, uh, foggy, foggy is a good word, uh, afternoon and a Tuesday afternoon. We're glad to have you with us and uh, we're grateful to the Lord for his mercy and for his grace and appreciate uh, you being with us, being, being on board. We're very glad, glad and grateful to have you. And uh, 577 is the text line, 577-1296, 577-1296, that's the text line. And uh, then our voice line is 828-884-9427. And, uh, hmm, I am, uh, I'm just looking at the radar. And according to the radar... This ain't even happening. So if you looked at just the radar, I mean, I don't see any. Come on, there's got, this can't be right. There's got to be something showing up. Let me refresh it and see if I can get it to change its mind about some things here. That's so odd. You'd think it would be raining enough for the radar to get it somewhere. Anyway, it's, it is raining, okay? Uh, it's misting, yeah, foggy, misty kind of thing outside. So because of that, uh, it is good to slow your speed down, just in general, just slow down. Uh, of course, wipers, headlights, you know, and the hard part is in the mist is getting it right. I've got automatic wipers on the Denali, and it has, had, it, it has struggled all day today. It goes into this wide open mode, and I don't know why. Uh, because it's just mist on the windshield. I don't know why it's doing that, but it, it's doing it. Uh, so we've got some got some slowdowns. So matter of fact, we're we're not just slow. We're very slow. And this is I-26 westbound. It begins just past the airport. And uh, well, I'm gonna take that back. It begins just before the airport. So it's there, past the rest area. Before the airport, that's where the slowdown starts. By the time you get just under the bridge, now it goes to very slow. And I don't know if there is a wreck, if there has been a wreck. I can't tell yet. I don't know what's wrong. But I can tell you that it is very, very slow all the way up through there, up past exit 37, Highway 146. It continues that way. It starts opening up a little bit as you start up the hill to the parkway, but it's still going to be off the pace, and then it'll clear up completely and be clear all the way into the junction westbound. Uh, going the other direction, they're seeing something apparently. I don't know what that's about because it's slow on that side as well, but it's not as big. It's just right there at the top of the hill or under the parkway bridge, and then it will moderate and we'll continue with moderate traffic and speeds all the way back to the airport. Okay, so that I can tell you about. Uh, looking at 25 and 25A, both in pretty good shape today. Haven't had much uh, going on there in a while. Sardis Road, nothing much there. Uh, in the downtown area of Asheville, how I, 240, I-240, uh, that's your normal right in there around where 25 goes under. It's slow right through there. But uh, moderate traffic on the bridge and a little bit coming down from UNCA. But other than that, you're, you're getting around this afternoon. That is uh, 
That is true. Uh, looking into the gorge, okay, so something's going on over around Shelton Laurel. And it's before you get down to Waterville Lake. And don't know what it is. I really don't know what it is. I have no idea what it is. But I can tell you that it is very slow westbound. And there's about, uh, well, there, there's about, uh, let me get my scale back here. There's over a mile of it. So there's about a mile and a half of very slow traffic and no indication as to why, okay? Don't know exactly why. All right. And then uh, let me just share this with, I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, the DOT, when they started all the construction, the DOT contracted with a wrecker service that has everything from small wreckers and rollbacks to the big ones for semis. And they purchased a location there on, on Highway 146 near the interstate. And that company is on call 24-7, 366, and they clear all wrecks, everything, from 44, well, I said 44. I, they may clear all the way to Hendersonville, just to be fair with you. I guess that is 44, huh? So from Hendersonville all the way back to the outlet malls, uh, the wrecker sometimes beats the firemen there. Yeah. And their job is to open that road. There's no emergency lane. There's nowhere to get over. So it's their job to get in there and get it open. And they will tow you free. If you break down in that section, you will get a free tow to the nearest exit. Costs you a penny. You're on your own once you get there. <laughs> you know, I guess you pay them to take you the rest of the way. But no, even a tractor trailer, if it breaks down in the middle of the road, it's free. They will tow it off the interstate free. And that's a contract with the uh, North Carolina Department of Transportation. That's how they are dealing with that construction zone. So glad to know, good. I guess good news. I'm glad to know that that's the case anyway. Okay. Uh, let's go to South Carolina right quick on our roads. Uh, northbound, we've got an issue up around 290, the Duncan, right in that section before we get to 29. Southbound, we're there around uh, Highway 80, which comes in there at that GSP, uh, right there down to around Pelham. And then a little bit of slowdown up to Pelham uh, before just beyond 385 to the north of 385 up to Pelham. That's uh, off the pace right through there. But everything else in Greenville to be raining is in pretty good shape. And so far, no wrecks. Well, uh, I look far enough, I'd find one. Okay, there's one up at Taylor's, and it's there up on Wade Hampton, uh, but way up uh, at the intersection there of, of uh Highway 101, yeah, 101 and Wade Hampton in Taylor's, okay? All right. Well, let's look at the temperatures. That's that's a big news item. They're very moderate today. They've been very mild. I'm in a light jacket. It's uh, Normally, I'd be in a coat at 47, but it's been so cold, it just feels good to wear a light jacket. So, uh, yeah, we're at 47. Feels like 44, just a slight southeast wind. And, uh, of course, we are... Uh, here's the amazing part behind all of this. We still have very, very strong high pressure in our area. And 
it's so this is a it's it's unusual because what we have is being generated elsewhere and is coming in here on top of us. So the, the what's creating and causing this precipitation that we're seeing, it's still far to our west, at least the one I'm looking at. And uh, there there's something down in the Gulf, uh, off the west coast of Florida, in the Gulf there. And then there's a big front up through uh, southern Texas that comes up and a big plume that goes all the way up above Memphis, heading up towards St. Louis, that direction. That'll, that'll come through here, but it hasn't yet. And so we're, uh, yeah, so we're getting kind of an overriding moisture and a little harder to predict that. So here's what they're saying. It's going to rain, uh, but they're saying showers. There's a difference between showers when they say showers and rain. There's a difference. Showers means on again, off again. Sh uh, showers, on again, off again today with patchy fog. Uh, showers, on again, off again with fog uh, for tomorrow. 80% uh, tonight, 80% tomorrow, 54, so a moderate temperature. Tomorrow night, 80%, 50. Thursday, 80%, 61. Thursday night, 90%, 53. Uh, Friday, 60%, uh, 64. Friday night, uh, 60%, 50. For Saturday, here this year's when it changes, heavy rain. Heavy rain, 90% for Saturday. High of 61. Saturday night, 70%. Low of 42. And then if we get out of Saturday night, by Sunday, we're mostly clear at 50. 31 Sunday night, 48 on Monday, 27 for Monday night, and then 51 by Tuesday. So the next time we'll be below freezing is not until Sunday night. So we've got this whole week of thawing and melting and mud. It's going to, mud's going to be a, an issue uh, with all of the freezing and then with the rain coming in. The 23rd day of the month of January and the general budget today being sponsored by the New Hope Baptist Church in Silva. In thankfulness to the Lord for the day the church was founded in 1955. And they're thankful as well for their faithful church members. We salute New Hope today. Appreciate them standing with us here at Anchor Broadcasting. Network today sponsored by R and, and, and uh, Micaiah Davina. It's in honor of their third wedding anniversary, and uh, we appreciate them so much. And in honor of Pastor and Mrs. Barton for what they do at Anchor, well, we appreciate that, and uh, appreciate uh, uh, R and Micaiah. And it's one of those uh, marriages that you know the Lord. I mean, they were just they just made for one another. I'm telling you, three years and and still a honeymooning. They just uh, they, they love one another, and we are grateful for that. Brother R.R. is uh, one of our mission staff. He is a representative for the Philippines and, and also part of the ABMI staff. And his wife is a nurse at Pardee. And she's a missionary's daughter. She's a missionary who was raised up in Kiana, Alaska. Birthdays today, Miss Geneva Queen. Congratulations. Happy birthday to Miss Geneva. And then again to R.R. and Micaiah for their anniversary. And let's see here. All right. Uh, so as of this morning, we did not have any rain in the gauge. And that would be right because it didn't start. It was didn't really start misting hard or heavy until after 8. So that's, yeah, that's probably right. Yeah, that's probably right. Uh, 
Let's look at the roll call right quick. And so I've got them alphabetized today. Ann Arbor, Arden, Bancroft, Wisconsin, Birmingham, Brevard, Charlotte, Fort Mill, Grassy Creek, Greensboro, Hendersonville, Houston, Indianapolis, Islamabad, Pakistan, Kiev, Germany, Marietta, Georgia, Morrisville, Orangeville, Ontario, Canada, Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, Plymouth, Minnesota, Rock Hill, South Carolina, Sacramento, St. Mary's, Pennsylvania, South Park, Pennsylvania, Silva, North Carolina, Toledo, unknown in Germany, unknown Europe. Uh, glad to know you're there, but we don't know exactly where. If we say unknown, it means we don't know where you are. We have the District of Columbia back with us today, and also Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Glad to have all of you with us, and we appreciate that. And uh, <laughs> somebody said they know how to fix my mud problem. Okay, said so sell your animals. Right, yeah, that's uh, that would do it, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would that would that would kind of do it. And then I'd have to mow. So there you go. I, I about mowed myself to death, and then now I got animals and I got mud. So there you are. This week, by the way, is the small animal sale at Canton. And uh, the chicken sale starts, uh, I think, at 10 o'clock. And then they'll have the tack sale. After that, they sell new, t new and used tack, horse, you know, any kind of farm tack, uh, buckets and all that stuff. And then they will sell usually the equine, where there's horses, donkeys, or mules. And then from that, they'll most of the time sell exotics. And then if there's uh, any cows there, usually the cows are some type of unusual cow because there's a regular cow sale on Monday, and then uh, they will start running the sheep and the goats. Yeah. So uh, they sell feeder calves and stuff like that. That'll all be this coming Saturday. It's a, if you've never been to the Western North Carolina Livestock Auction small animal sale, and they call it the small animal sale, it doesn't mean that everything's there small, but because they mix the horses in with it. So now the, the equine are there. And then sometimes there are some pretty big size, pretty big cattle that are there, but they're again they're unique. They're they're either Highlanders or miniatures or something that's unique about them. Sometimes they'll sell calves and cows and calf pairs. Sometimes, so uh, yeah, I have my schedule has not been where I've been able to go for the past couple of months actually, but uh, I hope to go this week. And it'd be a good place to spend a, a rainy Saturday, for sure. And I've got some turkeys that I need to, some gobblers that I need to sell. So if I get time this week to get some cages together, I may take some turkeys to the sale. So, yeah. All right. And yet, can anybody go? Yes. And can any, well, you do, got to do the bid. You have to just go register in the office, get a bid number. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's not hard. So, uh, yeah, we try to encourage Every opportunity, we try to encourage the uh, agriculture with, uh, with, uh, with all means possible, whether it's just backyard chickens or whether it's, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, and uh, so I, I, uh, I try to encourage as many folks as can to uh, become as self-sufficient as they can. And again, even if it's just eggs, it's still something that is... Uh, yeah, something that I think is important. And so I had somebody ask me, 
and they and they said so and they said like this they said so preacher you think things are going to get bad and my answer was it don't matter what i think the bible tells us things are going to get bad so it's not a matter of if things are going to get bad we know they are it's called the tribulation period it's a matter of when are they going to get bad Somebody said, well, they, they, things can't get bad to the rapture of the church. Well, and I'm not talking about, I'm not a pre-wrath, mid-trib, none of that. No, 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 none of that. But my point, I guess I'm trying to say is that uh, it, it rarely, you rarely get lightning bolts out of a blue sky. Usually clouds up, doesn't it? So I don't know at what point. I know that before the, the great tribulation arrives, we're gone. The church leaves. Believe that. We're not given to wrath, which is the same word as tribulation. But between here and there, between here and there, what? how bad will it get between here and there? And the answer is, I don't know. And you don't either. But regardless of what your feelings are about prophecy and about where we are in the end times, a couple of things you got to remember. Number one, that we're not to sit down and quit. We're not to go hide. That's not God's plan. We are to continue to be salt and light right up until the Lord takes us out of here. So the reason that Mrs. Lot was turned into salt outside of Sodom is because Mr. and Mrs. Lot had not been salt inside of Sodom because they didn't win even their own family. And so I believe Abraham would have stopped negotiating with the Lord if there hadn't have been 10 in Lot's family. There were, there we know there were sons-in-laws and sons, the angels asked, besides so I don't, I don't know, but I can tell you this, it doesn't take, <laughs> it doesn't take a, uh, it's, it doesn't take much with uh, the way that we are geared right now. We are so dependent on, I mean, we are just so dependent upon technology, we're so dependent upon electricity, we're so dependent upon the internet. I mean, you can't do anything without the internet. You can't do anything. Businesses can't do anything. So if, you know, whether it's a solar storm that knocks the internet out, or whether it's something else, maybe, it, you know, maybe it's somebody hijacks it or People, I mean, they hack it every day and try to destroy it. And maybe they do. Maybe they get through. I mean, they shut down the whole southeast with fuel, didn't they? They hacked the colonial pipeline. Just saying. And this is happening. This is not happening just occasionally. This is happening every day. People are trying to shut down this country every day. And there are apparently countries that are trying to do it. And we're getting attacked by countries because of the level of sophistication that's being seen. The sophistication now with, the, now with artificial intelligence, 
And somebody said, well, artificial intelligence is not supposed to be destructive. Well, if you convince it that it's not being constructive, destructive, you, if you can convince it that it's not being destructive, artificial intelligence can work all day, every day until it hacks your system. It doesn't sleep, it doesn't eat, it doesn't go to the bathroom. And it operates at a very, very quick pace. Um, I was told this yesterday. Someone's loved one called them and in their voice told about something tragic that was happening and convinced the people that it was true. But it wasn't. Their voice had been hacked. Artificial intelligence can hack your voice. If they can get you on the phone for about two minutes, oftentimes they can mimic your voice and in turn dupe people. Because if it sounds like somebody, then obviously we, this, is a, this is a new threat to us. I mean, I know, I know my daughter's voice. I know people's voice. And if I hear your voice and I think that it's you, then if you say, can I have this or can we do that? And I say, sure. And, you know, so people, the level of sophistication of, of being duped, of being tricked, of being, uh, you know, of people stealing from people, there's a whole new level of sophistication with artificial intelligence. And uh, it's dangerous. It's very dangerous. And the bad part of it is, so much of our lives are online. If artificial intelligence has access to someone's social media, you could ask them what they had for supper last night. And if it was posted, they would tell you what they had. Seriously. Even though it's not really them. That's why that I, I don't have a social media account. I don't have 50,000 followers. I don't want you to know what I had for supper. If I want you to know, I'll tell you, okay? I know. Well, my biggest thing is I can't. There's too many people say and agree with things and and and. and repeat things and link to things that are not right. And if you're on there and you don't say something, then people think you're okay with it. Then if you do say something that's, that's a, you know, this is against a biblical standard, then the whole world jumps on you with both feet. And I just don't have the temperament for it. I'm just going to be fair with you. I don't have the temperament for it. I, I just don't. I get, I get mad and and that I'm usually every time I get mad, I get I'm sorry that I got mad. It all it just is that's the way it works for me. So I just I'm better off staff of it. People tell me what I need to know. I've got staff that monitor everything, and I get fed what I need to know. But there's a whole lot of things they don't tell me because they know I I make me mad. And uh, yeah, just anyway. Speaking of making people mad, what does Nikki Haley think that she is going to accomplish? by attacking Donald Trump at this point. 
I'm serious. He obviously has the nomination. Nothing she could do from here forward is going to change that. Seriously. And the best thing for the country is for a unified front. You say, well, I don't like Trump. That's past, I mean, it's beyond the point, isn't it? So it's between a president who has a 33% approval rating and a previous president who has a, what is his approval rating? His per, first personality, it's what, 45% or something? It's not much. His policies rate, rank in the 60s, 60s and 70%, but not for his personality. But at what, I guess I'm just asking, she can't win. There's no possible path to winning. Even if, even if he goes to jail, she can't win. She just can't. There's, it's, it's not going to happen. So, I don't know. I've, I've said a long time, I, and I said this from the beginning, I, I don't, uh, now, I will say this. <laughs> I have had some interaction at, at a distance with, the, with President Trump, and he has been very nice in his interactions, and I was, you know, I received a couple of invitations. Obviously, I know it was through his staffers, but still, I was, I've been treated, I was treated very kindly by that administration. But there's a lot of things that I absolutely could not go along with and, and, and wouldn't, wouldn't, and, uh, and didn't. But uh, I think at this point that uh, people are going to vote for whoever runs against Biden at this point, you know. So it's uh, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting situation we got ourselves in, and uh, I have a lot of people asking about what do I think, what do I think, what do I think. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm concerned about the Georgia one. I'm, I'm more concerned about the Georgia deal probably than anything yet. That one, you know, that could be that one could be something to it. But now that you've got things coming out on the prosecution and all the other stuff, I don't know. I don't know. I try not to keep up with it that close, just to be fair with you. I read headlines like most people, but I just I try not to dwell on it. Somebody asked me what talk shows I watch at night, and the answer is none. I don't listen to talk shows. I don't want to become a parrot. I, what I, everything that I talk about, it's, it, it originates from raw news. I don't, uh, I don't follow anyone and read after anyone. I don't want to become just another, just a repeater for Sean Hannity or whoever it might be. Okay, so just, just so you know. All right, I ask you to pray for several situations, and uh, pray that God will intervene. A youth camp going on in La Paz, Bolivia, right now. Pray that God will intervene with the Stevens down there, and then uh, several needs the Lord knows before us, and several unspoken requests. Okay, so let's seek the Lord together, Father. In the name that's above every name, the name of our Savior, we ask you and pray for the needs before us, for those that are bereaved, for those that soon will be, for those that are sick and hurting. Touch and help, and Lord, be pleased to glorify yourself. Lord, we'll get out of the way and give you the glory for all that you ever do. And for it's in Christ's holy name that we ask it and pray. Amen and amen. I'm Pastor Randy Barton.